so that's why we are talking about what we're talking about today because there are a lot of grown christians adult christians Mm -hmm. i'm not talking about age i'm talking about how long you've you've been walking with the lord exactly who still are depending on somebody else to give them the the meat and potatoes of the word the substance the bread and and God saying, come to me. Yeah. I've got what you need. Yeah. When I was younger, I equated my Bible with going to church. It wasn't a book to be read to discover anything. It was more of a chore that I felt that I had to do. In week two of Getting Back to the Basics, we are going to discuss the importance of digging into the Word of God on a daily basis. Join us as we discover why the Bible plays such an important part in our daily lives. Here Here we we go. go. Hey, Jamie. Oh, hey. Jess. Jess. (laughs) Is my name. (laughs) I was looking at you. You were looking at me. I knew your name. But you didn't say, hey, Jess, so I didn't know if I should talking. In my mind, I spoke to you. It was like, hey, person (laughs) we are going to talk about the second part of the getting back to basics today yep the digging into god's word and if i'm being honest when when you told me that this was going to be the second part um and i knew it i mean i you know i knew it we had had this conversation last week and we'd had this conversation before (laughs) that last week (laughs) Yeah, I knew, oh but God. also I was kind of hoping that you were maybe going to like skip over this and we were going to talk about prayer today. There's, there's a, there's a barrier there for me mm-hmm. um, when it comes to reading God's word, not because I don't want to, but I think that there's some fear there. Uh, there's some, there's a lot of guilt there. Yes. And I wasn't like really excited. <laughs> about being honest on the podcast today about where I am in my Bible reading journey. Because I I can say for myself, like it, it waxes and wanes. Sometimes I'm like really just in the word and yeah. discovering things and I'm, you know, um, reading, talking with people about it, listening to podcasts about it, watching videos pulling up you know biblical historians and and doing all those things and I can just be so on fire and like oh my gosh look at all the stuff that I'm learning and I didn't realize this was in there and then just as quickly it'll go away and yeah. I'm like yeah. oh, there's my bible again you know or I'll get oh the lord li- I have to <laughs> I'll get the little reminder on my phone yeah. because I have yeah. the, have the bible app on my phone and I'll get that little reminder and it'll be like, hey, it's, you know, you continue your your 10 day streak or whatever yeah, it is. And yeah. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't want to. But but then I'm like, oh, why do I not want to? Like, this is the word of God. Why do I not want to read it? Why don't I want to get in there? So this is, um, I think, going to be a very, a very good episode just for me to listen back to. <laughs> when it's all said and done we'll see because yeah. I think it's going to be a, a good reminder for me when I find myself yeah. in those moments of why don't I want to read yeah. the word of God to to come back to this 
to remember why it's so important. Right. It's like I go through seasons of like, I just can't get enough. Like I'm so hungry and I just want to put the word of God in my hand, turn the pages. I don't want to even scroll on my phone. Uh-huh. Like I just want to get my Bible. Girl, I got five of them. But if I'm honest, it gets hard because what happens is when I don't read it, I'm not challenged and then I can just do what I want. When I do read it, I have to look at myself and allow the Holy Spirit to do some searching and that's not real comfortable. So our flesh is always going to find a way to get out of that. Um, That was something that I was thinking about today. Why is reading the Bible on a daily basis one of the hardest and seemingly most complicated tasks of our day? Yeah. If we were to truly dig into the Word of God every day, then the enemy wouldn't have that stronghold mm-hmm. that so desires to have right. in the the life of a Christian. Yeah, I believe that we are living in a severely spiritual, anemic society and mm-hmm. generation. And anemic means deficient of healthy red blood cells in the blood. Um, red blood cells are essential to carry oxygen to all parts of the body. And some of the common symptoms or side effects is fatigue and unexplained weakness. Um, so just like our physical body, when we are anemic, so is our spiritual body. When we are deficient of God's word, we can become weak. We can become tired yeah, because we're not utilizing what he's given us. Right. So if we desire to know God, mm-hmm. we've got to know his word. Right. So what better way to cut people off from knowing God is to make reading his word a chore. Yeah. And not something that we love. Right. Some of us engage the Bible in the wrong way mm-hmm. and that can create a barrier because some of us approach it as a rule book okay, that we have to follow and yeah. it can feel either outdated, right, not relevant to the 21st century, or it can feel oppressive. Right. And how, how can I, how can I do all this? Like, this is too much. This is too hard. Um, when uh, you read the Sermon on the Mount, hmm <laughs> Like it, it can feel like how can how can we do all these things? Like this is this is too hard. I can't do it. So just forget it. I don't want to. I don't want to read it. Um, we can also think of it as just like a thing that we go to to get like our feel good verse of the day. Mm, yeah. So we don't really we don't really interact with the Bible as wisdom literature, right? As a book. That was written to uh, a, a certain group of people, right? That is now even now relevant for us to understand our own relationship with the God of the universe. Um, 
So there's reading, but no application. Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm pulling Jer- Jeremiah 29.11. Yeah. And say, <laughs> say, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, but I don't really know what the book of Jeremiah is all about. Right, right. And I I don't know Ooh, the context <laughs> of that verse. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Step on them toes, right? right? Exactly, exactly. I mean, yep, if we really yep. knew, if we really were to read the book of Jeremiah, right. we wouldn't be like, woohoo, for I know the plans I have for you. And we'd be like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> we both just said it at the same time. Uh, we would just be like, wow. The, the, mm-hmm. the people of Israel uh, did not want to hear what he had to say. And ooh, I feel like that applies to my life. <laughs> Even now. <laughs> That's correct. So, um, you are correct. Yeah, so I think that might be one of the barriers That's to good. wanting to read the word is yeah. that we 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 don't understand what it is. Right. We think it's just full of rules right. or we look at it and we say the the people of the Bible are awful. <laughs> Why would I want to read this story about, you know, the, a group of people that are always getting it wrong? Yeah. Um so that can feel confusing girl i would feel like i had company (laughs) (laughs) okay i don't feel so so alone exactly but you know i think that um i think what you just said about oh i don't feel so alone when i read in the bible uh about people that get it wrong yes yes i think sometimes we we don't realize that the reason um that the reason maybe that there are so many stories of people getting it wrong is so that you can relate to some of the struggles. Right. Um, and you can see the faithfulness of God despite the humanness of the people that are in the story. If we look at John 1, 1 through 5, it says, In the beginning was the word, And the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. The word was the beginning (laughs) <laughs> it's been the word all throughout time and it will be the word right. forever and ever. Um, so I think knowing that, knowing that the word is the same from beginning to end. Yes. We can be confident that we can jump into the word and learn and learn something from it to to gain not just knowledge but wisdom and understanding about right who who we are supposed to be here in this world and what our calling is right and it is relevant mm-hmm. it is relevant to the time that we live in i know a lot of people want to dismiss it mm-hmm. so easily but what a gift that we've been given right i was talking to Jess earlier this evening about how um, I remember the video 
of oh, that yeah. w- that was circulating on social media about I believe some of the Christians in China mm-hmm. receiving like pages. Right. It of wasn't. The Bible. It wasn't the Bible. It was like. Maybe a chapter. It was all that was they just, could get to them mm-hmm. was like the chapters. Church. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and these people were weeping, y'all. Yeah. They were weeping. kissing. They were kissing, kissing the, the Bible. They were so thankful. Mm-hmm. And and then I think about <laughs> all the Bibles on the shelf that right. have gained dust. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this is for us. This is for we have to look at God's word so differently because yep. it. Right. It is alive. Yeah. It is living. I was just about to say that if our it faith is, is living breathing. and active, so yes. the word has to be right. living and active within our lives. Right. We have to feed our spiritual bodies as well. We do. So well, that, you were related to me a story about, or not a story, but you were talking about how, um, what your morning routine, how important it yes. is. Yes. So I do not have a thyroid. Mm-hmm. I had a cancerous mass. That was on my uh, thyroid in 2016. I had to have the whole thing removed. Right. And praise the Lord that when they removed it, there was no cancer. Mm-hmm. And that was miracle. Right. You know. Yeah. And absolutely. The Lord really changed my life. Yeah. So from that point forward, though, I have to take medicine every morning. Mm-hmm. With nothing on my stomach, I have to take it first thing, top of the morning. <laughs> so I have to eyes it. pop open, <laughs> right? Eyes pop open. Thyroid medicine goes in. <laughs> Pill gets, yeah, yeah it gets thrown pretty back. quickly. Pretty quickly because if I don't, mm-hmm. what happens is my body is um, cannot produce what makes your body the metabolism that mm-hmm. makes your body gives it energy stabilizes your hormones and that that kind of stuff right so when it stabilizes me it gives me what i need to make it through the day when i don't have it i don't have what i need and i wind up in the bed and why don't i treat the bible the same way right yeah when i don't get the word Mm -hmm. i am weak Mm -hmm. when i don't get the word i am lost yeah Matthew 4, 4 says, but he answered, it is written, Mm -hmm. man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And our spiritual body must be tended to daily. We must not treat it as an afterthought. Well, I think as, as much as we are so health conscious nowadays, yes, um, people are so, um, thoughtful as to what they're putting in their body yes you know they don't want fine sugars and they don't want um you know gmo whatevers and uh they want to move every you know 30 minutes every day Mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff like we're so concerned about how we are going to maintain this this physical body that but we don't take that care and consideration that same care and consideration to the spiritual body that we have and how important it is to maintain feeding right, and the care of our spiritual man. Don't let somebody else do the Bible 
study that you need to be doing. Yeah. Don't let somebody else tell you the word that God has given them for you. You need to be hearing the word of God yourself. And the only way you can do that is through a daily fresh relationship with God. Yeah. There's no, you can't circumvent it. You cannot go around it. Yeah. It's the only way. You have to have a relationship with the Father. Um, I, that kind of goes back to what I was talking to you about earlier about how I, when I was growing up and even into my young adult years, um, I had Bibles and I, and I went to Bible studies. I went to Sunday school, went to missionettes, was in church. Um, and so I heard a lot of Bible, um, but I, For whatever reason, I felt like the Bible and insight into the Bible was for pastors to give me, teachers to give me. And so when I would read it, when I would sit down and try to read the Bible and it didn't readily make sense to me, Mm -hmm. I would give up because I didn't know how to really dig into it for myself. I just thought, well, I'll just, you know, I'll just go to church because I go to church all the time. I'll just go to church <laughs> and hopefully yeah. they'll explain why I have to read the book of Deuteronomy. Like, why oh, am I, why, why am I have to read all these laws oh, Jesus. That, that other people had to follow? Like, or numbers. Yes. Like, <laughs> why am I having to read all this census information? Like, right. Skipping over the genealogies, genealogies in Genesis, I'm just like whatever, you know. Until I was <laughs> Get grown, to the good stuff. Exactly. I don't know that I read Ecclesiastes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know how to read my Bible, and mm-hmm. so I didn't read my Bible. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that it was different genres. I didn't realize that there was there are books in the Bible that are history. There are books in the Bible that are wisdom, like the Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are books of the Bible that are poetry. Yeah. Hello, Psalms and Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon. Um, there, you know, there are letters in the Bible, like all these things. Right. I, I don't know. I just thought the Bible was just a thing that you mm-hmm. just carried around to church every Sunday. Right. So it wasn't until I got older that I realized that I can, I can access this myself. I don't have to have somebody open the door for me. Right, right. So you weren't reading for, you're reading for reading's sake. I was reading to check a box. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you're supposed to read every day. Well, because we got the prize. Yeah. We got the star by our name. We exactly. got, you know, the pizza mm-hmm. party. We got all yeah. the things, but. Got to stand up on the platform and say whatever the, the Got my sash and missionettes. Got my crown. I, I have the picture. Right. <laughs> my purple dress. and Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've got the picture too. Mm-hmm. And my white, white, um, white mom outfit. Because <laughs> I was a chubby chub. <laughs> they didn't have no white outfits in my size, so I had to go. To, to Sears Momo section. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah. And I thought I'd look good. I was like, I'm about Girl. to slay up in this church. You did. You in this good. house. I was the best missionette <laughs> getting crowned. I was like, mm-hmm, they putting the crown on the right one. Right. That's right. Exactly. Look at me 
but yeah but you're right i just read for for mm-hmm. checking the bookmark and i didn't know how to dig into the word which is what right. we're talking about here today about how to dig into the word and why why do we not need to just check off a box like an infant if you don't teach them how to to eat then where are they going to get they're always going to depend on somebody else to feed them their food right so when once you start putting the fork in their hand it's up to them to get the their food from mm-hmm. the plate to the mouth i heard somebody i heard a pastor talk just the other day about how from the pulpit it's always going to be milk oh goodness because they have to don't that hit they have to feed it to you right Mm -hmm. their feet and they they have a congregate they've got to appeal to the ones that have never heard anything right Uh, so if that's where that's the only time you're getting the word you're, you're living off of your your that's why your body is malnourished malnourished that's the word i was like what is yeah it's malnourished because you're a you're a grown adult drinking milk yeah and your bones are breaking and Mm -hmm. your skin is discolored and and your hair's falling out because you're not getting the nourishment that you need so that's why we are talking about what we're talking about today because there are a lot of grown Christians, adult Christians. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about age. I'm talking about how long you, you've so been you've walking been, with the right, Lord. exactly. Who still are depending on somebody else to give them the, the meat and potatoes of the word, the substance, the bread. And, and God's saying, come to me. Yeah. I've got what you need. Yeah. That's why I gave you the word. Mm -hmm. That's why you have the Bible so that you can read and learn of me and not be so dependent on man because you need to be dependent on me. That pastor, he is an under shepherd of the one true shepherd. That's it. He is delivering the word and we have to trust that he's delivering the word that God gave for him, gave him to you Mm -hmm. but that is does not by any means take the place of the word that god has to speak to you if at anything it should confirm Mm -hmm. the word that god is speaking to you and if if it is not you know that's when you have to try the word by the spirit try the right try the word by the word you know so but that takes growing up that takes you know, stepping out and saying, you know what? I don't know as much about the, the Bible as, as I need to. I'm hungry. That's it. Let me eat of the goodness of God. That's it. That's only found in his word. Yep. Another thing that digging into God's word will do on a daily basis is it will re- renew your mind. Yeah. Can you read Romans 12? I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed Mm -hmm. by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Reading the word of God daily basis aligns 
our mind and our will with his, and then it transforms our hearts and our spirits. We cannot read the word only, but we must also apply the word. If if there's no application, y'all, then it is just words on a page. Right. But the word of God is living and breathing, just like we talked about before. Yeah. And, and it is alive. Yeah. We must apply that life to us. Right. Or we are dead inside. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the scripture says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by right. the renewing of your mind. So we must not follow the leading of the world, but follow the path that he's laid out for us in his word. That's it. When you are feeling like you've got the, all that guilt mm-hmm. about not reading the Bible and you're thinking, okay, if I just, I just m- muscle up more, if I just, you know, make myself do it. And, and um, this person was talking about, it, it was on a blog I read, about realizing that it's not about willpower. It's not about just pushing through. It's about finding the joy um, in, in seeking the 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 God of the Bible, right? Um, about wanting to find that living Word within the pages, yes, of your Bible. And um, I wanted to read Psalm one nineteen. Yeah, this is verses um, forty seven, forty eight. And it says, "For I find my delight in your commandments, which I love." I will lift up my hands toward your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statues. Or statutes, I'm sorry. You don't meditate, <laughs> you don't meditate on statues. I, and I said, mm, that's good. <laughs> meditate on the oh, statues. Or just hang it out on statues, meditate. <laughs> In this passage, he was saying that God's commandments were his delight. And I think many of us, when we see the word commandment, we think, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. rules to follow, things I'm going to mess up. But if we're meditating on God's commandments, the Bible says we're going to find delight. I mean, think about it. When you finally do sit down and you do read, it's like, oh, man, I needed this. Right? Like, oh, like I just... uh, you f- you feel full, mm-hmm. like you feel like you can make it. Yeah, you feel like settled. Well, when you do sit down and read something, a lot of times you're like, "Why don't I do this more often?" <laughs> right, right. Why don't? Because you, it's like you know better. Yeah, you get more. In, you get insight. You get fresh insight. Yeah. Um. You know, one of the things that um I was talking to you about. So. I struggle with a lot of guilt around reading God's word. And then when I get into God's word and I read a passage that I've read a million times and I gain some new insight, sometimes I'm like, wait, why didn't I know that already? Yeah. Yeah. But in having a conversation with you before we turn the the microphones on, it kind of dawned on me (laughs) that the Bible is wisdom literature. And so sometimes you have to have, life experience behind you before you can gain that perspective on that passage that you just read. So 
I think that's why, um, what's so exciting about the word too, because uh, every time you read it, even if you've read that passage before, you're coming at it from a new life perspective. Totally new. You, the Holy Spirit's going to drop into your spirit maybe some kind of fresh understanding right. of what you were reading. Um, I was reading Psalm 1 right. today, and that was what I was talking to you about, was like mind blown about I memorized that whole book back in, I don't know, the 80s or 90s mm-hmm. when we were doing it for for church. Right. We had to memorize Psalm 1, and so I did. And I could just like recite it, but I didn't understand it. The fresh revelation that I saw, and this is probably not going to be a revelation to a lot of people that listen to this, but it was to me, was the part about meditation, mm-hmm. about in that law he meditates day and night, and how the word of the Lord was the law that he was meditating on. And so it says, blessed is the man who is meditating on God's law day and night. So a blessed life, one who is living a blessed life, is one who is meditating on God's law because he'll be like the tree planted, planted by the by river of yeah. rivers of water. And how that tree is a callback to the Garden of Eden and to the tree of life. So hiding God's word in your heart, meditating on it day and night is like a little bit of Eden. Yeah. That's good. Living inside of you. That's good. So so isn't it funny how the world will always give you like it's the really big into meditation. Oh, yes. Yes. Yoga, poses, right. finding yourself, centering yourself, mm-hmm. and all of this. And it's all an imitation. Right. Yeah. It's a form. A form. Yeah. But lacking the power. Right. And how the yeah. enemy likes to really emphasize the imitation mm-hmm. when what you need is the power. Yeah. And I would just give you a word of warning be careful. Of what you get yourself into. Be careful of the imitation that the world wants to hand on, hand to you on a silver platter and makes it look all beautiful and pretty. But on the inside is dead men's bones. On the inside is death. On yeah. the inside is destruction. Literal emptiness. Literal emptiness. Mm-hmm. So be careful. Yeah. Be careful. What what goes in matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And that just kind of leads me to... Point number the three. next mm-hmm. point, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. In Ephesians 6.12, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers of the air. So daily we wrestle against the enemy of our souls, and he comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. He wants to take you out. Right. And I know sometimes we can over-spiritualize things and mm-hmm. and... I think the enemy can be in both that we can over spiritualize things or we under spiritualize things. Yeah. But we have to remember if somebody is like coming against you, 
remember, it's not them. Right. It's not about them. Yeah. It's about the spirit that you're fighting. Yeah. And you can't fight a spiritual war in a fleshly realm. Mm-mm. So the enemy's tactics are strong, but we know that we ultimately are the victors in this war. God gave us the weapon of his word, which is the sword of the spirit Mm -hmm. that we have to keep sharpened daily and keep it ready for battle. Yeah. Well, I think that that reveals the, you know, the, where the, where Jesus is saying, you know, you've, you're noticing the speck in somebody else's eye, but you have the log in your own. Uh huh. If you're wielding the word, what you're going to see is, yeah, this may apply to the situation that you're in, but also how does it apply to the to thing yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm, the things that I have been doing, right. where, where is it in my life that I need to get rid of it, of, you know, the offense, right. That I may be coming up against maybe with somebody else or with a situation. Let me look within myself. Let me let that, that word pierce me, pierce my spirit and say, Lord, show me where the log is. That's so good. I mean, we have to, that's why we have to be careful when we carry the word. Right. Uh, Second Timothy talks about the right handling Mm. of the word of God. Yeah. We can't just flippantly use the sword Mm -hmm. because it is double edged. Yeah. And and be rest assured if you're going to use it in war, the, the, the word, the Lord is going to expect something from you. Mm-hmm. And only the people who are trained are the ones that are given the weapon. Right. And that's where the daily digging into the word comes. You know, since we're talking about Hebrews, I'm going to go ahead and read Hebrews 4, verses 12 to 16. It says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged, two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our confession for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet Mm. without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. I think as we were um, talking about the sword of the spirit and how it's a sharp two edged sword, um, if you were to stop listening right there, uh, you might think, Ooh, I don't want to pick up that sword because (laughs) if it's going to cut me as well, like that doesn't, I don't want to do that. That sounds dangerous. But I think if you just read a little bit further in Hebrews, you realize that, yeah, it's going to cut out the things that aren't of the spirit. Right. But you have a great high priest who isn't unable to sympathize with your weakness. He's been there. He has faced the temptations. He is. He has walked through this life just like we are doing, but right. he didn't have sin. He became sin for us. So now we have that great high priest who is touched with the feelings, feelings mm-hmm. of our infirmities right. and our 
weaknesses right. and we can find grace and mercy mm-hmm. to help us heal that place that has to be cut out of us heal that place that the sword of the spirit has said you see that's i'm revealing something to you here right. this is this is not good for your life let me get that out of there but right. i'm going to repa- replace it with some grace some mercy and and you know verse 16 says let us then with confidence yeah draw near to the throne of grace mm-hmm. and that confidence is a byproduct of relationship that's good so when you have relationship with the lord you're confident that you can go and that you can approach the throne of grace yeah. and that you can ask for that help and right. that you can know that he's going to give you that peace but mm-hmm. that only comes through relationship and daily digging into his word yes just like we've been talking about it just kind of inner intertwines and weaves Mm -hmm. everything together so perfectly yeah is that we're able to you know approach his throne Mm -hmm. because he calls us he adopted us and he weaved us into the vine yeah and we are his daughters. We are his sons. We right. are his children. Yeah. So there's no father that I know right. that would refuse his children to come yeah. to him. And so that yeah. just, that, you know, confidence, let that confidence yeah. be something that doesn't create fear. We yeah. should fear and respect the Lord. Right. But we should also be confident that we can come to him. Yeah. I think that uh, what you were just saying about it is for everyone. I think if we can remember that this, this word, God, and his law is for everyone. And it's, it, it, it doesn't, there's no hierarchy. Right. Right. There's no, I, I love that you, you always have, always have told me that we're all equal at the foot of, foot the, of cross, the cross, right? Yes. And it, the same thing applies to God's word. Mm-hmm. All of our access is equal. Yes. He will give you yes. the grace to understand. He will give you people in your life to help you. Yeah. As you wrestle with difficult places in the in the word, if you're reading um, a you know a difficult passage that you need fresh revelation, he'll give you people around you to help you with that. He will enlighten the eyes of your understanding. Yes, it's not for just men on a platform on Sunday morning. So good. It's not just for yes Bible teachers. It's not right. just for Sunday school teachers. It's for every single Everyone. one who calls yeah. on the name of the Lord and 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 desires to grow in their relationship with, with God. It's for us. Right. It's for the body of Christ. It's for the body of Christ. And it doesn't matter your IQ. No. It doesn't matter Mm-mm. your... Your living situation. Your IQ is something that man measures you by, but God measures you by your heart. Say that again. He does not look on the outward appearance and he does not pay attention to your grades in high school. Mm -mm. He does not look at your GPA to qualify you to be called into the kingdom. Thank you. He looks at your heart. Yes, he does. And so some of the smartest people in the world could be the the people who bust tail wide open because their heart is not right with God. 
So let me tell you today, mm-hmm. if that is a point of contention with you and, and that seems to be something that keeps you away from God, yeah, know today that that is not a qualifier. That is not a disqualifier. That is nothing that God measures you by. That's right. That's good. That's really good. Um, what does it say? The wisdom of God is foolishness to man. Oh, absolutely. So, and the gospel is simple. It's simple. It It is. This is the, the Bible itself. You could read it every single day for the rest of your life and you're never going to get all of the insight all of it, that yeah. it has for you. But there is access for every single person. Everyone. And that kind of goes into the, um, the next point. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 4, 11 through 16 says, And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain the unity of the faith and, uh, and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and are carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, for whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint, which is equipped when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Mm. The word of God is solid. Yeah. Everything that's changing around us, our world is changing day by day, second by second. There's, you see the news that's popping up and things are happening all over the world. But one thing that remains the same today, yesterday, and forever, is the word of God will not pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will remain. You can count on the word of God. That is the one thing that your investment of your time, time is pricey, time is special, but the investment of your time, your attention, and everything that you can put into it will give you you will get the best dividend. Yeah. You will get an eternal dividend. That's it. That no price can be put on. That's it. And so his word is faithful and it is true. His promises are guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You can stand firm on the word of God. The word of God will keep you from being tossed to and fro by every wave of doctrine. And I'm telling you, there's so much false teaching, false teachers, false prophets, and everything out there. You have to be solid and firm on the yeah. word of God or you will be tossed yeah. to and fro. Yeah. You will be susceptible to the chaos. That's it. So we must keep our minds mm-hmm. on the word of God. Yeah. Daily. Yeah. Let's challenge ourselves right. to not get distracted, to not get overwhelmed, to not overcomplicate things, mm-hmm. but to truly get back to the basics of reading and digging into God's word daily, renewing that relationship with him and and having that fresh relationship with him that we're learning about him. We're growing in our faith. We're learning his ways. We're realizing our need for him. We're, we're asking for forgiveness and then we're repenting and turning from our sinful ways and, and that we can have that, that fence 
against false teachings. We can have that defense against the enemy. And we can receive guidance on how to live this life victoriously. Because when the enemy tells you it's impossible, I'm telling you, my friends, Mm -hmm. it is possible to live this life victoriously. Amen. God gave us the keys in his Mm -hmm. word and we have them. We just have to access. Yeah. And that's only by getting into his word on a daily basis. And the word of God gives us hope. Amen. Hope of an eternity, Christ Jesus. Yeah. If we give our hearts to him and we repent and our hearts are 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 given to God and and we look to him for everything mm-hmm. we have a hope yeah that one day he's coming back mm-hmm. on the clouds of glory mm-hmm. and he's coming to get his children yeah. and that is our hope the right. enemy cannot take it away yeah but we have this hope that we can spend eternity with Jesus Christ and if you don't have that hope today and you don't have that peace and and assurance because the Bible said that we should encourage each we should be encouraged when we hear about the it's, wars and rumors of wars and we should we we should encourage each other's with these words because that means that he's coming back for us mm-hmm. and that the time is coming and it's drawing near. We must be about the father's business because that's what he was about when yeah. he was here. And so that's why he sent the comforter. That's why he sent the Holy Spirit. So but we can't be about his business if we don't know what the business is. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. take over the family business if you never read a thing about it. Right. <laughs> so what makes you think you can be about the father's business if you never read about it? Yeah. So don't don't feel guilt. Mm-mm. Challenged. Yeah. We are challenging each other. Mm-hmm. And Jess and I, but we want to challenge you as well. Yeah. And. If you have a way that works for you, if you have an idea, if you have something that would encourage other readers or other people, send it to us in our email. That'd be great. Send a message, you know, make a comment, mm-hmm. share this, this podcast. Yeah. But more than anything, all that stuff aside, you know, that's all good and fine. But more than anything, we hope that you find your hope in Christ Jesus yeah. and that you find your meat and your substance in his word yeah. on a daily basis. Tomorrow morning when you get that notification on your phone that it's time to read your verse of the day, don't look at it as a chore. See it as an opportunity yeah. to grow. Find out what what does the Bible say. Right. And how do I live out this life walking hand in hand with the God of this universe? We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening into our podcast today. Send us your questions, comments, or even a prayer request. We would definitely love to hear from you. You can email us at whatwouldj3do at gmail.com. And remember to find us on Spotify, hit subscribe, so you can keep up to date with everything that's going on with the podcast. Hey, we pray you be blessed as always. And remember, stay stay with with the the process. process. Bye. Bye.